What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is Will, that is Casino, and we are on the only sports podcast. That's right, the only sports podcast that exists. They might have radio, they might have TV, but we have and own the podcast space. Uh, We are here to recap a crazy week five casino. Uh, You got nine games right. I only got five games right, so... You are killing me in the weekly picks. Uh, but yeah, just before we dive into the games, what was your overall thoughts on week five as a whole? Um, the season's unpredictable. I mean, every season is unpredictable. Otherwise, everybody makes so much money. But it's just this year's been wild. Games that seem like gimmies aren't games that are gimmies. You know, you know what I mean? That aren't yeah. Games. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just wild. Um, I think the the big mix of all the different players and coaches has really just made this season up for grabs. Almost. This is my first question of the week, Casita, which is: people talk so much shit about the Eagles being undefeated and not having played anybody. So my question to you is. Who actually has had a hard schedule up to this point based on opponent? Oh, well, um, I mean, I've because everybody, I, I don't know everybody's schedule off the top of my head. Well, no, this is, this was a trick question, Casito, because no one has, I wrote oh, down. Okay, exactly. All right. So you're confusing one, two, me. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. I wrote down 13 games that are hard, quote unquote, Hard games. Are any of these good wins five weeks into the season? The We'll start week one. Vikings killed the Packers. The Packers have not looked like the usual Packers. They just lost to the Giants in London. The Vikings got destroyed by the Eagles, almost lost to the Lions. Is that a good win? Vikings destroying the Packers. Yes or no? Uh, no, Packers are awful. Next up, let's fast forward to this week. The Cowboys beat the Rams 22 to 10. Is that a good win? Um, after what the Rams have shown five weeks in? Um, no, not really. I don't believe so either because let's go back to week one. We had the Buccaneers beating the Cowboys 19 to 3, and we also had the Bills destroying the Rams 31 to 10. So we have all this shit, right? And then we also have a bunch of, uh, oh, we have a bunch of the Bengals games where the Cowboys destroyed the Bengals and then the Dolphins beat the Bengals and, or no, the Bengals beat the, I have so many games here. No, and then it's the Dolphins beat the Bills. Remember that. And then it's like, The Packers beat the Bucks. So this talk of like nobody's had a or the Eagles are still undefeated. They haven't had a hard schedule. No one has had a hard schedule because there's no good team in this league in the NFL. We just I mean, I'm going to debut in this episode, Casito, my top eight list plus two. Most people have top 10 lists. I have a top (laughs) eight list plus two. Okay, and. (laughs) Once you get past, for me, it's like once you get past five, 
everybody could just be up in the air. You could make a case for literally anybody. And I think that's the overall takeaway from week five is just, I don't know who's a good team, who's a bad team. And it seems like every week, just everybody's just playing another football team. And then we just throw our hands up and go, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win this. Like how, how many weeks can we have where we go, we pick 10 games, right. And then the next week we pick five games, right. Like we just keep alternating. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, that was just a full set. Good opening rant. rant. Good opening rant. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, We need more. We need more BJ rants. Well, William rants, whatever you want to be called. I don't care. BJ. uh, Just wait more. We need more BJ rants. I get excited. Every time I tell the wife like, Oh, group chat, BJ rant. She's like, rolls her eyes. And I'm like, no, I thrive off of these. I look, I look forward to these daily. It so spices up my day. It took five weeks for my internet to be fucking attached to a toaster, much like yours, Casino, before I decided to actually write down my notes. And I wrote down so many notes this week. You want to hear a rant? Wait till we get to the Rams, Cowboys, and the Eagles, Cardinals talk. Because I'm done. I'm over it. I, uh I can't do it, but that those are the late games. Let's talk about the first game this week, which is a, a shocker. Maybe, I don't know. The Giants end up beating the Packers in London. Uh, thoughts on this game, Casino? Are I know the Giants are your team. Uh, are the Giants I've, legit? They've I mean, been I your picked, boys on this podcast. A big Green Bay to win on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, and I knew I should have picked the Jets. I, I know. I, just, I could I tell it. you were. I when you, I was watching this game, I was like, I bet Casino is wishing he would have picked the Giants because I know I he mean, wanted to. They're awful, but they're not. But are they? But they're not. What's going <laughs> on? Are they just getting the good? You know, the luck end of the shit. Or I don't. I don't fucking know, man. Um, but I was really, really happy though with this outcome, even though I can't stand the Giants. Being a Pats fan, you know they. They beat the Pats twice in the Super Bowl. I, I can't stand New York. Um, I'm mostly, yeah. you know, Massachusetts teams. So fuck New York. But I'm so happy. Like, uh, I, I, I'm so happy the Rodgers lost and the Green Bay lost. <laughs> Dude, I, especially I the way he lost. So I, I know. Just Dude, two bad down it. passes right you within the red at, zone. Yeah, you had it right there at the end of the game. You had it. Ugh. Uh, anyway. So, oh, yeah. so I knew uh, we both don't like Rogers. So I came in with some Rogers notes for you. Uh, end of the game, as we just said, third, third and fourth down, both passes on Rogers. He just tries to sidearm arm, like sling it. it. The balls both get knocked down. So are his wide receivers not going to talk to him for a week? Right. Cause that's what he does to them. So this is karma for just being a dickhead. Uh, he was 0-6 on deep throws of 20-plus yards. So he has no deep threat. He has no wide receivers. Everybody knew that coming into this season, but the it was the consensus was, oh, it's Aaron Rodgers. He'll figure it out. Well, apparently he hasn't because the fourth quarter alone, he was like 7 for 14, 50 yards, like nothing nothing daniel and jo- they outside blew. of touchdowns daniel jones had a better passing game than rogers yeah and also daniel jones is throwing to 
I think the Giants and Packers have similar uh, claim for worst wide receiver group in the league. Like the Giants have Darius Slayton. And then the next, yeah. And so Darius Slayton. (laughs) And then the next person is Barkley with six, with six uh, targets, three receptions. They have no other receivers besides Slayton. Well, remember, they gave a running back. They gave all that money to uh, (sighs) what is it? to Megatron Light from the Giants, Kenny Galladay, and he is just, he's gone. He's completely, he might as well not be on the team. Uh, But the Packers at one point were up 17 to three in this game and blew that to lose 27 to 22. I'm I'm just done with the Rodgers is the best quarterback. He doesn't need anybody else. Like he's always had, good defenses he's always had competent offenses and it's just he just doesn't get it done I don't I don't know why this narrative is of like him just being a top five all-time quarterback no way man no, no way Not and close like he can't no. no 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 top top 10 sure whatever but no. I'd even push back on that top 10 Ugh. I said but, maybe <laughs> but now we go to i mean let's just talk about your team casino 29 Ooh. to 0 my boy uh my boy uh oh shit who's the lions quarterback i goff. just uh my boy jared goff 19 for 35 229 yards one int he did not look good. Why are the Lions going for it on fourth and nine at midfield when they're down 6-0? Like, I don't know. We, the Pats stopped on three times on the fourth. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, um, so here's the thing. Um, I, you know, I picked the Pats. I, th- I talked about it last episode. The Pats were going to be able to put up some points because the defense is so bad. Even with a third stringer, they were yes. going to put up some points because somehow they are with that bad offense that they have. Um, they're still putting up points. Um, and, uh, cause, cause easily the, the Patriots could be four and one, like they're, they're very close Ravens game. Again, they blew it at the end and then they went to OT against, and I blame that on Belichick for not going for it fourth and one on the fucking 50 yard line anyway. But so I knew that was going to be a thing, but man, I didn't. And I knew the defense was going to be good, but holding that offense to zero. Yeah. Oof. They were the number oof. one offense in the league going into this game. And now they have fallen all the way down to number three. So yeah, but that defense still, I believe they're now they are 31st in the league with Seattle being the worst defense, but how, I mean, the real, the real story of this game was Ramondre Stevenson, 25 carries, 121 yards. They just ran it down their throat. I mean, this uh, is, I don't I'm know. I'm so happy. <laughs> no, I, I think I've talked about this. Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson came from my high school here in town. Really? Am I, yeah. No, yeah. He, he went to my high school here in town and the Pats picked him up and that's going to be the Jersey I'm getting. I'm very excited. And I'm like, I'm, my little brother had classes with the guy really yeah this might be it's so cool yeah this might be shocking but me and casino actually went to the same high school so i did not know that yeah that's crazy i didn't know he went to our high school that's nuts but my one question to you for this patriots lions game the patriots currently are two and three 
which are bottom of the AFC East, but they're only one game behind the Jets and the Dolphins and the AFC wildcard spot wide open, right? Obviously, Bills are going to win that division, probably going away with it. But can this Patriots team make the playoffs? Um, I think so, especially there's already talks out there um, with OBJ being Mm. out on the market coming up. where would he land? I think that is a good spot because he would be what coming in as the number one. He would be coming in as the number one receiver, hands down. Yeah. Um, I it, do it you was, think he would choose the Kobe Myers back? He came out and he had a strong game, but uh, I think we we missed we we honestly, this is not me being a biased fan. I think if we had Jacoby Myers against um, the Ravens and against green bay we would be four and one right now yeah i mean it's they possibility need, they needed a receiver that knew how to control the ball right? hold on to the ball and actually can get open and not drop passes and that's what killed us yeah do anyway, you think obj would choose patriots over packers because packers seem to be the leading candidate for him i would be sh- i would be surprised if he did go patriot way um he he's he wants to be well you know what i don't know because he may be overshined by rogers if he went to green bay that's a good you know, point they, they would talk more about rogers and obj with having his um ego he may want all the spotlight to be, he wants a spotlight and if he goes to the pats he 100 percent would have the spotlight yeah there's there's nobody there that that outside of the defensive players there's nobody on offense that will take the spotlight away from him not a single person nobody could come close I mean, that's but, true. Um, I do think the Patriots, like I've been saying, you know, the Pats aren't going to do it. The AFC East is going to take up two of those spots, yada, yada. Well, the Pats are right in it. I mean, if they, if they stream together, you know, two more wins in a row and we're five and three, or uh, no, we'd be, uh, uh, we'd be four and three. I mean, we're, we're sitting close. Well, especially then it comes down to, do you trust the Jets? Obvious, the question is no. And then Miami, they might have a third-string quarterback. Who knows what's going on with their offense? Like, yeah, this door is kind of creaking open slightly more and more each week for the Patriots. And like you said, they look good against a Packers team, which well, who knows how good just, that Packers team is. Not but. just for the Patriots, but other AFC teams that you know weren't expected to do it because the Dolphins were expected to go and crush it. Um, you know, make a wild card run. You had two out of the AFC West that were going to make a wild card run. And then, um, then you have uh, the Bengals, Bengals, Tennessee. Like, so yeah, there's a real shot here that the, that the the door's open, the door's open. It's not blown off the hinges, but it is, it is definitely cracked open. And now I'm a little bit more excited about the, what I saw with the Patriots and um, moving forward. Yeah. Um, there's not really much to talk about Detroit besides we thought they were going to be so much better with that offense and they are good, but they got a lot on defense. They need to fix. Again, if they just had an average defense, I mean, this game, their offense did nothing, but still they would be in a much better spot if their defense was just average, but it's going back and forth. They could be four and one we could <laughs> yeah. beat an undefeated team. If, if they had an average defense. Yeah. But anyway. let's, let's move on to the 
I know a game both you and I watched, which is the Los Angeles Chargers, Cleveland Browns. Chargers end up winning 30-28. Uh, man, this I'm game- so upset at the, I'm so upset with this game because I picked <laughs> Cleveland to win. I know. And they had it to win. I don't can you can you trust Jacoby Myers anymore? Or Jacoby yeah, Brissett? That? That's what I mean. Jacoby Brissett at the very end of three games in a row he's thrown picks within the last so he has a goal line int in the fourth with three minutes left three minutes that is thrown into triple coverage nobody even around the ball if he would have ran he would have picked up probably five yards and it would have at least the first down he would have at least got the first down Especially because the play right before that INT, he does this crazy escape the pocket scramble for a first down and everybody's like, oh my God, Jacoby Brissett, like showing what he's made of, going to lead his team to victory. And then he just throws a bonehead, just garbage, garbage. This was a Carson Wentz-esque goal line INT. Like, and this is why he's techni- he, sh- he should be a backup. I mean, well, I like Jacoby Myers a lot. I do. You keep saying Myers. God damn it. Well, I'm excited <laughs> that Jacoby Myers came out. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett. I'm so happy that Jacoby Brissett, I, I like the guy. I think he's a good quarterback, but yeah. he needs, it, this just shows his little bit of inexperience. But uh, ugh. this ugh. just shows how much better, my before we get to the Chargers, my question with the Browns is, how much better do you realistically think this team will be when Watson comes back? Because we saw Watson on a, on many Texans teams where those Texan teams were loaded and they were still like, what, I, 4 I and 12? Think, like, I'll be honest. I don't think it's going to change or it may be worse. How, I when agree. was the last time Watson played? Three years, I think, at least. Dude, like, it's the, this notion that they think that anybody thinks that he's going to come back in and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick up where I left off. Again, where he left off wasn't always – he still had talent. He couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, I, I honestly think it would hurt them whenever well, he comes also, back in. Well, also, he doesn't come back till week 13. Like, that's like uh, – it's week five. That is so long to just all of a sudden in week 13 just switch over your entire offense to a different quarterback. Yeah. Like, it's – I mean, and again, Jacoby Brissett's good, but – he just keeps doing this shit where it's just like, man, like, why? If, again, he would have uh, slid, he would have dove, he could have uh, just thrown the ball out of bounds. If he would have walked? <laughs> yeah. He had, a, he had a blocker out in front for him. Uh, uh, but then we get, uh, I mean, the Browns. Oh, and, and also the Browns, they, they had the chance to win that game, and then they shanked the kick. So, uh, So let's talk about that. First off, that starts with the Chargers going for it on fourth and two, leading the game on their own 45-yard line. The Chargers at that point were up by two. So you're going for it on your side of the field, on your 45, for a fourth and two, you're doing a passing play when you're down by two. The Browns need a field goal, not to tie, to win the game. And it was... I believe like a minute 30 left in the game when they're doing this is Brandon Staley, a good coach. I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't even know what's going on with coaches this last week. There was so last night, especially there's some horrible play calling 
Like, yeah. It, it, are they just, what's going on? Are they just trying to impress the fans and be Dude, like, I don't, I don't understand the analytics, but so, there is so, no I mean, way in hell analytically this makes sense to go for this like no what are you doing not not at all not at all i mean and he's a good coach i mean i don't think he's a bad coach but like what was this decision i mean we're going to get on to last night's game but what was this decision like yeah i just couldn't it blew my mind it blew my mind well also well he was saying he believed in his defense he clearly didn't because no. then you wouldn't be going for it they have no, the 23rd you could, have, you could have pinned them you could have pinned them within the 10 yard line yeah easily. and again you're you have the 23rd ranked defense but you're going up against Jacoby Brissett you're not going up against Patrick Mahomes you're not going up against somebody who you're scared of in the fourth quarter to lead this team back you just saw Jacoby Brissett, when he got down to the red zone, just th- do like a boneheaded INT. So giving him time. But again, Chargers got bailed out just by what a shanked kick. Like that was like at the, like a 40 or no, it was a, uh, I think like a 40 something yard kick, but it wasn't, it wasn't outrageous. No, he should have made that. It should have Brown should have won this game by one. Instead they lose by two to chargers who just got bailed out because that was one of the, the if dumbest they missed the playoffs wild card off of that off of one game jacoby Brissett, yeah is is definitely not going to be in a good place mentally uh, anyway. but still the, right. the uh last question on this game casito yes. are you worried about the chargers yeah no i've been telling you i, I mean they're they need to figure their – I mean, yes, I'm still worried about the Chargers. Um, could they still pull off, you know, a, a good season, get a wild card and get in? Yes, because it's clear who's going to win that division. Uh, the Chiefs are going to win that division. Oh, probably uh, running away with it, which we didn't think was would, would happen. Right, but um, I, I do think the Chargers, I mean, they're – you know, like you said for the Patriots, the door is cracked open. Well – the chargers they're standing in that crack like they're already there yeah they're 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 not in a bad spot but um they still have a lot of uphill battling they have to do for the rest of the season well and it's just for them it's their offense is fine it's their defense and every defensive playmaker they basically have from joey bosa to derwin james to you want to name it like is either injured or fighting through injury to stay in. They're getting hurt along the offensive line, which you could definitely see in this game that the Browns were able to get at least a little bit of pressure on Herbert, but man. And then for the Browns, like your Patriots, the Browns, the Cowboys, they all just win the same way or they have to win the same way. Right. Which is just great running game great good to great offensive line and then just like playing defense and the browns defense is well let's say the pats offensive line is awful uh oh yeah but the browns uh offense or i'm sorry defense is 19th in the league which is why they gave up 30 points to a banged up chargers team so I don't know what to think. I think the Chargers could sneak into the AFC because as we went through the AFC, I mean, who, like, everybody's just doesn't feel like a good team and they fit in that mold. But the Browns could also sneak in there. They have the the capability to with that running game. 
or that running duo. But let's move on to the next game on the docket, which is Texans Jaguars. Uh, I really only, I don't think there's much to say about this game. I no. just had one question that I wanted to ask you, Casino. Did the Eagles break Trevor Lawrence's spirit? Because since that Eagles game, he just looks bad, bad. And remember, before then, before that Eagles game, everybody was like, Trevor Lawrence, he's he's in MVP contention. He's going to, like, sweep the the league and the kill everybody in the AFC North. And now he was 25 for 47, 286 yards, two INTs against the 0-3-1 Texans before this game. Like, Yeah, no, uh, confidence is uh, shattered um, a bit. Um, I don't know. I thought, I thought this one was an easy in the bag call for both of us. We yep. both picked the Jacksonville Jaguars. This um, was also a game I did not watch one second of. Nope, not not one. We even said that we wouldn't. No. And final scores thirteen to six. I'm glad I didn't watch it. Uh, Texans really did nothing on offense. I really think everything coming out of this game is on the Jaguars side, it's also just the disappearance of James Robinson. Cause remember the first three weeks of the season, he was like the number one running back in the league and he was lighting it up. And since that Eagles game, he's kind of disappeared as much as Lawrence has. So their offense has just went from explosive to putting up six points against a winless Texans team. Like is is the AFC South the worst division this year in football? Oh, yeah. I don't think it's even a question. I think, like, who comes out yeah, of that? I don't even know why you asked me that. <laughs> uh, in that division, Titans are three and two, Colts are two, two and one, Jaguars are two, three and zero, Texans are one, three and one. The Colts. Uh, the Colts and Texans feel way worse than the records. The Jags feel like they've lost all momentum, and I don't know what to make of the Titans. They're okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think they win that division, but just because who else would win that division? I don't right. trust the Colts at all. Uh, we saw them put up 12 points against the Broncos on Thursday, which we talked about last episode, but let's go to – Maybe one of the biggest games talked about after the fact is Falcons Buccaneers. Buccaneers win 21 to 15. Uh, Casino, please make a case for why that was roughing the passer on the love of your life, Tom Brady. No comment. So as a lifelong Patriots fan, did this bring back flashbacks of him just getting fucking bullshit calls to uh, get another shot to win the game? Because this was hands down garbage, garbage, garbage. Did you you see his uh, interview? They asked him about in the interview afterwards. And he was like, I don't throw the flags. And (laughs) there's something like that. And it's just like, I mean, and you know what? I, I think it's just his status um, and the refs are nervous around him because of his status. Yeah. It's Uh, also because he threw a little hissy fit when he was on the ground and acted like he got tackled from the stands by a fan and there was nine people who could have stopped him and they just let him get to Tom Brady. Like you realize you're playing football where people are trying to tackle you, right? 
So when you get tackled, no, like, yeah, I don't know why you're throwing a hissy fit. Well, here's the thing. I mean, yes, I mean, that was outrageous. But uh, I still don't think Atlanta would have won that game. No, but it would have given them a shot. And they were only down by six. So a touchdown wins that game. No, a touchdown would tie the game. Know your points. Oh, that's true. And then extra point, they would win by one. But... Uh, you call yourself a sports <laughs> but so the officiating crew and the uh referee who called this play or called this penalty he was on the bills ravens game last week where also josh allen got that bullshit uh roughing the passer call when he didn't deserve it so is this do you think this is in reference to the tua uh concussion protocol where the league is basically like we don't want people hitting the quarterbacks i really do think so um at at, to some level whether whether the whole officiating um you know group you know uh nfl wide got together and they were like told hey you know really we got to protect the quarterback look what happened to we got to make sure this doesn't happen even though that was on the dolphins we're putting him back out there yada 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 um uh, I think it, let's just say this: even if they didn't say that, it's still in all of the refs' heads that they don't want to be the person to not call that. But yeah, that was that was an egregious call. That was so mind-blowingly wrong. Um, I you, just I there's going to be some rule changes to to roughing the passer going into next season. Oh, 100%. You know it's a bad call when I haven't seen one person try to defend it. Like, and on the internet where everything is at least at minimum of 50-50 discourse, I've seen 100% across the board people being like, that's not roughing the passer. I don't even know what the guy's name was, uh, Grady Jarrett. I don't even know what he's supposed to do in that situation. Do you just run into the quarterback and just like bounce him off you? Like they said he whipped him to the ground, but it literally just looked like he was turning. Like, I don't he know. Was, he was turning. Cause if, I mean, Brady could have gotten out of that and there you go. Yep. Made it play. I, is uh, this call more egregious or was the one last night, Monday night football, this, this more one, egregious? this one, 100%. I think it was too because it decided the game. Like this is like the Bucks would have had to punt plus, it plus after this one, here. This one, this one, you can't, you know, have. A, and I'll talk about last night, but you can't really have a point on either side of this one. This one was just so clearly wrong. Yeah, so clearly wrong. Yeah. Last night's one, you know, I I'll talk about what I saw from I could see from both sides. This one absolutely does not make sense. No, I don't understand this at all. I don't even think, and the the thing is, this game wasn't even interesting. It wasn't good. I kept flipping between this one and a couple other ones. I mean, Atlanta started to come back, but I mean, it was still not interesting. No, Uh, Marcus Mariota was kind of just average. He was was getting it done on the ground. He had some nice runs. He was seven for 61 carries for 61 yards. He passing, he was 14 for 25, 147 and a touchdown. So Falcons, I mean, they were in this the whole game and especially against that Bucks. I don't think Falcons are as bad as we've talked about on them. Um, They're fun to watch too. I don't mind watching the Falcons. They're at least interesting. And again, we've talked about this. There's something about Marcus Mariota that I just want to watch. <laughs> I makes agree. It interesting. Yeah. 
I agree. But yeah, Falcons, at least they're not, they didn't get robbed of a victory, but they got robbed at the potential victory. Like they had a shot. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. That is just egregious, egregious. Let's go to our next game. This one, really nothing to talk about here, Casino. Bills win 38-3 to against the Steelers. Steelers might be the worst team in the league, which I don't think a lot of people saw that coming, but they just look anemic. And I feel bad. I feel real bad for uh, Kenny Pickett because this is, I wrote this down, this has been who he has had to face so far in this league. Uh, where did I put that? I could pull it oh, up. Oh, here we go. He has had to go against the Jets defense, which sneaky good, first sneaky of the day. Uh, so if you had money on that, there you go. Uh, top 10 defense in the Jets, sneaky good defense. The I'll Bills... <laughs> The Bills, second best defense in the league. Tampa Bay, sixth best defense in the league. And then the Dolphins don't have a good defense. And then he has to face the Eagles, who are the fourth best defense in the league. So literally in his first one, two, three, four, five starts, he is playing a top 10 defense, a top six defense, a top four defense, and the number two ranked defense. Like... Could you put a rookie quarterback into a worse set of games? Like yeah, that I, is I don't insane. Know. That's, that's that's a tough slate. Ugh. Is oh my last thing is oh is Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs are they the best wide receiver duo in the league? Gabe Davis had that crazy 98 yard bomb. And then he had that like 50 yard touchdown where he just rips it out of Minka Fitzpatrick's hands in the end zone. That should in have been an zone. INT, but that was, that's a crazy play. Cause they're wrestling with it for what felt like well, both, both a players had full possession of that ball. That's <laughs> yeah. the crazy thing. They both had it just like this. And then the other ones were like this. And it was just like, okay, well, who, who grabs like whoever grabs the ball, it's either an interception or a touchdown. Yeah. There was, there was, it, that was, that was fun to watch in slow-mo, especially. Oh yeah. And they were legitimately fighting for it. And then Gabe Davis just did one move where he just rips it out. But uh, so we've talked about is our Steelers, the worst team in the league. Are the bills, the best team in the league? I still say out of the AFC. Yes. Ooh. I mean, I, I still have your Eagles going, they're good in every aspect of the game and they will find a way to win. Yes. Um, yes. They came back. Um, uh, you, the Arizona came back and made it really interesting, but the Eagles, they, they, they make sure they went so far. They, they've not proven us otherwise this season. So I think the Eagles are right now the best team in the league, but do I still have the bills winning the whole thing? Yes. I mean, we'll see who I think is the best team of the league when I debut my top eight plus two list at the end of this review, <laughs> but a recap of this week. Casino next up, maybe the most shocking, not shocking turn of events is the Miami Dolphins, New York Jets game where that we literally. Motherfucker. <laughs> I told you, I called this. 
we literally called this last podcast where we said something is going to happen to Teddy Bridgewater. They're going to be overly cautious and he's not going to be allowed back in the game. Literally happened three minutes into the game. He gets knocked on the ground. It's clearly, clearly he doesn't have a concussion. It was not the two a thing. He stood up. He's walking of his own accord. He's waving to the fans. He looks perfectly fine gets taken out for the rest of the game because obviously the Dolphins are like, we're not doing this shit again. All the spotlight is still on us. And then they put in a seventh round pick named Skylar Thompson, who had a, what you would expect us. He actually did better than what you think someone drafted in the seventh round would do. He was 19 for 33, 166 yards and an INT, but you know, nothing to write home about. And then that motherfucker on the other side, the literal motherfucker, 14 for 21, 210, uh, and a rushing touchdown. I mean, number he just one had... on the field, number one in our hearts, <laughs> himself. But Casino, are the Dolphins, are they done just because yes. of the Tua Bridgewater? 100%. I think they're, I, there's too much cloud going over that organization. They may have some decent games here and there, uh, because I mean, Still, they have a lot of really good players, but yeah, there's 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 no way two is going to be out for a while. Like, oh yeah, even even when he's done with his concussion protocol, he's out for a while. I still don't see him coming back. It's right away, like a normal concussion. They're going to save it an extra couple games, in my opinion, to make sure that he's okay. Because God forbid, you know, he clears concussion protocol like a normal time span. He goes back out there, he gets hit again, and the dude dies. He's brain dead and a vegetable or whatever. Like, you know, God forbid that happens. If that happens. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's like investigations into the league as a whole and all this kind of shit comes out about that. But I I thought, I think we're going to be there already. Oh, I think so too. But I'm saying if it gets to that extreme, like you're talking about, like that's going to be real bad, not just for the Dolphins, but for the league, league as league like a shut whole. Down. Yeah. League shut down. But uh, the, I think the Miami Dolphins, they were three and two, uh, you know, bef- or they're three and two now. But even before that, they kind of had like a middling offense. We obviously saw that Ravens Dolphins game where two had six touchdowns. And I think that kind of skewed what their offense was. Their offense is average. It's gotten worse each week since two has been out, but their defense has kind of consistently been bad. They're 25th ranked defense. And now their offense is 16th and kind of slowly slipping back every week. So I think this is uh instance where remember the dolphins were the didn't last pick, team didn't you pick the dolphins though this for week? what oh no i did i thought well because i thought bridgewater would be able to beat this jets team but this jets team they kind of look like the giants which is they don't they look really... a little <laughs> sneaky <laughs> well there's nothing sneaky about the jets defense jets defense no. is legit they're they're top they're good. 10 they could potentially be a top five by the season end jets defense is good and then uh when i was doing fantasy football at the start of the season i never read one positive article about Brees hall the rookie running back for the jets Every, I mean, on ESPN, before you drafted every player, it would give you the boom or bust odds for them at the beginning of the season. For some reason, he was like at a 
boom potential of like 10% and a bust potential of like 30%. And that was the biggest. That's 40% total. Well, they would just have like, they wouldn't do 100% boom, 100% bust. They would just give you percentages of what each of those would be. His was, and it was usually like 24, 24 bust, 25 boom. And it was always close. His was so skewed. Like it was like stuck out as just weird. So I avoided him at all costs. He's good. He had 18 carries, 97 yards, one touchdown. He had that great goal line run where he's like getting face, his face ripped off and he's still putting in for a touchdown. I like this. Uh, dare I say it? This Jets team, sneaky good, Casino. Sneaky good. I like this yeah. Jets team. Also, Bryce Hall, two receptions, 100 yards. He had almost 200 yards from scrimmage. He could have been on my fantasy team, but I believe the experts. You wouldn't have picked him anyway. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Uh, Next up, Casino, we are going to, if I can pull up my thing right here, we are going to Bears-Vikings. This game had a absolute – I've never seen a game end like this. Like the – his name is Cameron Dantzler, and he misses the tackle. Uh, the Bears are driving down the field to potentially win the game. He misses the tackle, comes back up behind the guy, strips the ball out of his hands, runs backwards. Vikings get the ball back, and they run the clock out. That crazy, crazy ending. How the Vikings are winning these games, like – they're doing it in different ways every single week. Last week, they came back from 10 points against the Lions. Now they're winning on a strip uh, run back, like on the la- potentially last play of the game. Like, is this, uh, are the Vikings good? I still think so. I mean, I, I mean we've talked, dang it, my phone. Um, I still think so. I mean, they're, they're four and one. I, I know that games have been close, but they are finding ways to win and they're doing it in a prettier fashion than let's say um, like the green bays or, you know, whatnot, like they're still, they're still showing better fight. Um, I do. I do think that Minnesota is still good. Um, and I know I picked green Bay to win that division I'm obviously I stick by my picks, but Minnesota, they have a real good shot. Yeah. Their offense is top 10 in the league. Obviously this week it's, well, their offense is all Dalvin cook and Justin Jefferson, who both are in contention for best wide receiver in the league, best running back in the league. And then you have Kirk cousins who is when he's good, he's good. When he's bad, he's real bad. And this game wasn't in prime time. So this one, he was, I mean, he was pretty good, but yeah, their defense is 25th in the league. So, or 24th in the league, I'm sorry. So I don't trust that defense and we've seen them give up big leads to, I mean, obviously they lost to the Eagles where the Eagles dropped 24 on them. We saw, I mean, they did real good against that Packers team. The Packers team had no answer for them whatsoever, but they almost lost to the lions, but the Lions offense is really good. So I don't know Again, what to make you, of this team. Well, I don't know what to make of this season. As you said from the beginning, like, what's my thoughts? Like, this, this season's wild. It's yeah. wild. Um, and we talked about that, that. There's that potential that it could have been this season, this like this this season uh, in our, you know, in our first up. 
Um, yeah, um, I do think that they're still good. I um, do too. Well, especially like you're saying in the in this league right now, four and one, like everybody's either two and three or three and two. So to be four and one, I mean that game they lost, it, they got destroyed in, but then they destroyed other teams. So. I don't know what to make of this Vikings team. Again, they've got destroyed. They destroyed one. They came back. They won on the last play. So, I mean, I love need... that every. I love that everybody's two or three or three or two. Um, <laughs> it does make it interesting. Outside, outside of the clear, you know, people that are going to win their divisions. But as you said, the wild cards, like Why five weeks in, right now, it's 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 one. It's a one game bubble. Yeah, you know, pretty for much everybody. for everybody. Yeah. We can eliminate like what the Texans, but then they just won. So they still have a chance. So who knows, uh. but let's move on to Titans at commanders. Really yeah, the, nothing to talk few, about these next few. We could probably just blow through until tomorrow night's until last night's game. Cause yeah. I, there's a lot that we need to talk about non game wise. <laughs> so let's see for this Titans Washington only note I wrote for this is Wentz being Wentz. Three straight passes on the goal line into tight double or triple coverage. Three passes in a row, and then he finally gets picked off, throwing, trying to throw in a tight window on the yeah. goal line. And as, as as you've said before with Wentz, like his numbers, his stats, they look okay. Like 25 to 38, that's not the best, but he threw for 360 yards, two, D, two TDs, only one interception. And but it's always yes he loses it's always always those really good stats but then you watch the game and you're yeah. always just like why are you How? holding on to the ball that long why are you fumbling that yeah. much why are you throwing that kind of interception it's always 100%. like he's a stat guy and then you watch the games and he does three things in the game where you're like those are the three reasons why they lost this yep. one it was just the, the goal line passes, he's literally trying to do the same pass three times in a row. Like the defense isn't going to figure it out. Like, what are you doing? And Titans, I still don't know what to make of the Titans. I don't know if they're, they're good, but they're Derek, I, if Derrick Henry has a good game, they win. If Derrick Henry doesn't, they lose. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, now the next two games, I don't really have any notes for Saints Seahawks Saints win 32 to 30 or 39 to 32. Cause it was, it was a lot of scoring besides that yeah is uh i don't know what is there any comparable player to Taysom hill it just seems like he'll be gone no, for he, five games and then he'll come back with a game like this yeah and he'll play like five different roles in the game and be like oh well, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread but I, then watch next week overrated next week he'll come back and have 30 yards like yeah I don't, I don't know what to make of him. I don't know what you do with a well, Taysom like said, Hill. He's, he's, he's overrated, just like sliced bread is. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to 49ers. Panthers, uh, 49ers win 37-15. to 15. Casino, are the 49ers the – I know you said the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. Are the 49ers the second best team in the NFC? The Niners are back, baby. Um, <laughs> I think having having Jimmy G back um, is the right is the right move here. Oh yeah, I don't <laughs> think this team would be anything near what it is if it still had uh, Trey Lance in there. Oh no, 
And Jimmy G played good this game. He made well, some he's good fighting throws. For his life here. He's fighting for his career. Yeah, pretty much. He got, a, he got a shot to get back in there. Now he has to do it. Well, and he figured out that basically no other team wants him. <laughs> so it's like 49ers are bust. He was 18 for well, 30, no, 253 well, and two touchdowns. Nobody wanted him because they weren't sure how his arm was going to be. I'm sure now they're like, okay, he can throw the football. People would offer for him. Well, how about the Panthers? What? I mean, they definitely need a quarterback because I think this is officially the game where Baker Mayfield's done. Matt Rule, the coach, got fired the day after this game. He got fired on Monday. So who knows who's going to be the Panthers coach? I don't think they've said who's going to be the interim. But no, Baker Mayfield. At least I haven't seen it yet. Uh, 20 for 36, 215 yards, and INT. That INT was bad bad he double pumped and then threw the ball way too hard it goes right through the guy's hands over his head into just a 49er that was sitting right there this i did check in on this game uh between eagles uh uh commercial breaks the 49ers oh casino warned me before we started recording that he would have to get up to flip a quesadilla so that's what this is right now so 49ers I do think are back. I think they have a good case to be the best team in the NFC, at least, because their defense is a monster. They are top. They The 49ers with this game elevated themselves to the number one defense in the league. And then their offense. I know I picked them up. Bam. I mean, that's a good, that's a good call. And then their offense is Fantasy. 20th in the league. But I mean, I think their offense can basically be top 15 in the league like it can be average with jimmy g and then they 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 can basically plug whoever they want in at running back and run it down people's throats so yeah i think the niners are back i think they have a case for top team in the oops top team in the nfc except for my eagles which let's go to that game casino eagles at uh arizona they win 20 to 17 uh, what are your thoughts on this game before I do my So rant? I wasn't able to watch any of this game. Um, my NFL Sunday pass had it blacked out and it wasn't on TV for us. That's weird. At my, yeah, because yeah, our game was the Cowboys Rams was the one that was on our like local station here. Yeah. And, so. and there was and there was nothing on CBS, which is weird. They only had the Fox game going or yeah. vice versa. No, this was on Fox. The Rams Cowboys was on Fox and so was this because they get the NFC. Right. But whatever, whichever game was the, the CBS game, we didn't get on. We didn't get here on local TV, which was weird. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, well, I'm, I'll put this in, in, in your feet, man. You, you both you. So here, I'll ask you this because what's your thoughts on this team? Because you texted me, Jalen hurts is a living God. <laughs> And then, like, an hour later, you're like, this team sucks. I hate my team. Um, I did not tell you that. Let's see what you said. Let's see what you said. I definitely said the Jalen Hurts is a living God thing because he did some plays and some throws and some runs in this game that not many people can make. And now, Casino, I will be right back. Talk about this game. I'll be right back. Yeah. So uh, I get this text message or I 
he goes, wow, the Eagles just get better. Um, oh, yeah, he's a living God. Um, and he also doesn't matter the coaching group. I swear to God, the Eagles do more bubble screen, tight end screens and swing passes out of the backfield than every team combined. I fucking hate it. And then keeps going, keeps going. Eagles win on a motherfucking shank by the cards. Kicker. Woo woo. Um, <laughs> so all I get is just uh, BJ. Oh, so I, what I said, BJ, is basically you're, you talked about the bubble screens and the tight end screens. And, oh, my God, I can't. And, I can't. And you, you're just all up and over. And so that's when I looked into the game and I saw the cards were coming back. And I was like, oh, now, now he's getting angry. He's well, getting angry. The- I mean, there is at least a reason for the screens and the, I mean, the tight end screen, I've literally never seen any other team do it once, let alone how much Doug, Doug Peterson did it 10 times a game. And it was frustrating and it was annoying, but this new regime seems to have carried that offense over because they do so many wide receiver bubble screens. And then they do so many tight end screens. It's nauseating, but they kind of had to against this Cardinals team who is just like blitzes maybe every other play. I mean, this is the most aggressive defense I've seen this year in any of the games I've watched. The Cardinals defense is will blitz on first and 10, third and two, second and eight. It doesn't matter. They're blitzing with like nine guys at all times. So I think they, the Eagles also saw that when they were looking at this game and just were like, screens are the way to go. They were not the way to go. This was a frustrating game to watch, but Jalen Hurts had some crazy good throws, crazy good runs. Like he's now throwing with anticipation and he was 26 for 36, 239, but really his was rushing on this one. Unlike last week where they were down 14-0, they got up 14-0. And yeah, this Eagles team, again, finds a different way to win the game. There's a picture out there where the Cardinals kicker did not shank this kick. One of the Eagles actually got a hand on it and like deflected the kick. So, Hmm. but even then that would have just been a tie game and I really think the Eagles I don't think they were losing this game just how they played the Cardinals they contained Kyler Murray for basically the whole game he was running for his life he had four carries for 42 yards but really it was the scrambling to try to get people open like he started picking them apart at the end but you could tell he was just tired they were chasing him all over the field and Um, yeah sounds like we have one last game um Let's kind of rush through that one, and then we'll talk about all the fun things. Maybe we could do like a special segment tomorrow, or we can tack it on to Thursday. Uh, I can hear my kid starting to get up. Um, yeah. So, uh, Monday night game, overshadowed by another bad call or good call. Who knows? But this one you said you could defend. What can you yeah, defend about good. that call, Casino? Because he still lands on the quarterback. So this yeah. is my thought. What? Could it have been where he, because he got possession of the football. By the way, we're talking, for those who don't know, uh, we're talking about last night's game, um, uh, Raiders Chiefs. Chiefs, Raiders Chiefs. Um, So Chiefs player, um, strip sack, lands on car, but he possessed the football before landing on car. But by definition, that was a 
roughing the passer because he put he landed almost all of his body weight on him. Yep. But so that I I agree with the call. I don't agree with the call. I still think it should have been Chiefs football because he did get the football before he landed on the quarterback. Yeah, it's weird how those two things offset. I don't think that should be the case. It's that's just weird how when you get a roughing the passer call, it like erases that play, which I guess makes sense. But it also feels like why wouldn't Kansas City get the ball and then it'd be 15 yards from there? That just seems like a weird but yeah, I didn't. So that's where I, I'm with it. I agree. I agree with the roughing the passer call on that one. I do. He landed on him. He's a big dude. All of his weight car yep. was sideways, shoulder to shoulder, squished in. That was, he landed on him. that. That's a roughing the passer. I don't care what you say about it. It was yeah. roughing the passer, but he did have full possession of that football before he landed on car. Yeah. Um, and I think he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have landed on a car if he was able to have both hands down to stop himself, but he had the football. Yeah. Um, I pretty much agree with everything you're saying. Yeah, this um, is a le- a lot less egregious of a call than the Tampa oh, Bay yeah. Falcons one. Um, yeah. And then, but here's the, the crazy thing. This this is why I'm just shocked with coaches. Um, I'm wearing my Andy Reid shirt today. Um, <laughs> why did they go for two? Why did so why did Chiefs go for two when they would have been up eight? Um, if they kicked the field goal, they would have been up eight. So yes, you had to, they had to go down as the charge or Raiders would have had to go down, kick uh score a touchdown and get a two point conversion to tie. Yep. So they basically gave you, gave you an overtime chance. And then, so you go down, you score the touchdown and you try to go for two instead of making it a tie game. And here's the thing. I understand the, the arguments. Some people are trying to say, okay, well, he's trying to, you know, be aggressive, win the game. Stupid move, because this is what could have happened. And almost did happen. You go down and say, okay, say you did kick the field goal and it's um, 30-30 or whatever. Yeah, 30. Yeah, yeah. it have been 30-30. Um, you go down, you kick the field goal. Um, or or you, had, you had to stop. They had to stop that offense regardless. Uh, the Raiders had to stop the Chiefs' offense regardless, whether it was tied or not. But if it was 30-30, the Chiefs would actually have to get in range, get the field goal for the win. But when you gave them that extra point by going for two and not kicking the, the extra point, all they had to do was just get some first downs and then they run out the clock and they would win by one. Yep. No, and, and then... Uh... What is it? That stupid, the Raiders were the ones that went for two as well, right? With the Josh yeah, Jacobs, where he was like, a, a, like a first off, how was that not in? That seemed like he crossed the goal line. Are they saying his knees were down? Or are they saying yes. he didn't cross the plane? His knee was down before it crossed the plane. I don't know, man. That would that looked real. I don't know why they didn't challenge that. Maybe it would have been. It was inside two minutes. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. That looked That's why real it was under fishy official to me. review. It went under official review. That I, I don't see how he didn't get it. But again, uh Casino, are the the Bills are obviously the best team in the AFC. You think the Chiefs are the number two team in the AFC? Yes. And my question is, 
there's going to be a team that is able to take Kelsey out of the game. What does Mahomes do then? Because their entire offense looks like it's Clyde's Edward Hilaire who had an average well, game. That's your answer. So you think it's they lean towards the running game? They're going to run game or do option plays and, and pass to him on the slants or, or, you know, dump passes on the outside. Like there's not, yeah, you take Kelsey out of that game. He's, he's going to struggle a bit and he's going to be a lot. When he goes into the scrambles, which is 90% of the time, he's looking yeah. for the biggest target on that field. Kelsey. Yeah. My favorite guy, Valdez Scantling got six for 90 McCole uh, Hardman had four for 73 and then Juju Smith Schuster three for 33. What happened to Juju? I thought he was like the, the best I don't know, Steelers those, wide receiver since Antonio Brown. But Hey, those, those receptions were clutch for him though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But that was basically the Travis Kelsey game. Uh, the chiefs fans are the worst. They haven't been relevant since the 60s, and all of a sudden they get one Super Bowl and they just act like they're the best team that's ever like existed. Their fans are garbage. This is like the 90th example we've had of Chief, Chiefs fans just being garbage, like throwing shit at players running off the field. Like Real quick, um, just to touch on the last thing of this game before I got to go, um, is... What about Devontae Adams chucking that reporter? Well, and then, of course, he went uh, and after the – I always love this when somebody does some bullshit like that, and then after the game they go like, I'm really sorry for that. That's not who I am. Uh, you know, I just messed up. And it's just like the guy was clearly right in front of you. You could have either stopped or walked around him. It's not like the guy ran into you and you pushed him off. You basically walked into him and then just shoved him out of the way. Like – Dick move, yeah. you're an asshole. He'll He's, probably that, be suspended. A, that's a suspension for sure. At least, um, I think it's at least two games. I really I do. A, I, I, if it's one, it's laughable. It has to be two. Yeah. Um, Josh McDaniels, question to you. Is he out? Yes. I don't think he's an NFL head coach. I nope, think he's we've a already talked about this. He's going to college. I think he goes to college as well. Do you think he, or do you think he goes back to being a coordinator for the Patriots? Um, I wouldn't hate it. I hate him, but I wouldn't hate it because <laughs> I would take him over Matt Patricia calling plays. I mean, I don't think that's any, uh, casino. I don't think there's much to talk about Ravens Bengals last thing. And then I'll get you out of here. Cowboys Rams was the big game of the week. Now everybody's picking, you know, Cowboys to beat Eagles next week. Is the Cowboys defense legit or are the Rams just bad? And we refuse to admit they're bad. I think the Rams are bad and we refuse to admit that they're bad. I think they have the same problems the Bengals do, which is just they have no offensive line. They have a subpar running back and their quarterback just has no time to throw. Matthew Stafford in every game now is just getting the shit kicked out of him. And then he well, has no time to throw. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's what I've been watching in new England since um, Brady left pretty much. We have no O-line and uh, all, two of our quarterbacks are out because of blind sides. Yeah. And I mean, Matthew Stafford took some hits in this game. Like, yeah. it was brutal to watch. Uh, also, last thing on this game, then I'll let you go. Is there an actual quarterback controversy with Cooper Rush and oh, yes. Dak Prescott? Oh, 100%. You think so? I do. I mean, uh, well, here's the thing. 
Dak's going to get the play. He's going to get the start. They're paying him too much money. We've been over this, over this, over this. He gives, he's getting paid way too much money. He's yeah. going to be their starting quarterback. However, Cooper Rush, I think, is the guy you're winning. The fans want him in. He also, but he threw for 102 yards. Doesn't matter. What happened? What do they care about? What do you care about? W, he controlled the game. I mean, yeah. He didn't make the mistake. He didn't make the mistake to lose. True. All right. Uh, Which casino, most quarterbacks do. Yeah. Casino has to go. That was our week five NFL recap. I'll give you my top 10. We'll do NHL. We'll do MLB playoffs on Thursday. We'll also predict this weekend's games. Casino, say goodbye to the people. Adios. Goodbye, my people. All right. This has been the Only Sports Podcast. I'm Will. As always, that's Casino wearing his best Andy Reid attire. And yeah, we'll see you on Thursday.